Hey yo, we was having a ball, and you know they asked me to get on the mic, and they asked me, can I kick it? Words. Can I kick it? guys what's going on welcome back to the cw clinic my name is chris i'm your host as always no one's fired me yet thank you for being here thank you for your support thank you for your shares thank you for your comments thank you for your reviews if you listen and haven't shared commented or reviewed it's time it's time to help us as we enjoy helping you. It's almost like paying a fee of sorts. Give and you shall receive. And we enjoy giving the gift of knowledge. And thus, we ask you to give this show to someone you think it would resonate with and help them. And speaking of helping them, today we're going to talk about what's going on with Russia and Ukraine. What's happening on the border and why are tensions so high? The State Department urges U.S. citizens in Ukraine to leave the country amid the Russian buildup at the border. We're going to take a look at this conflict, the history, what Russia wants, what Ukraine wants, what it means to the U.S., the parallels between the Ukrainian situation and the fumbled Afghanistan withdrawal. So. Let's get into it. This one's going to be a little sticky, but I did some serious research into it, and I'm pretty sure I got all the answers for you. Let's go. The U.S. and U.K. have been warned by Russia that they would pay heavy price if they invade Ukraine. Okay, Russia has openly said that not only the U.S., but Ukraine and the U.K., they could pay a heavy price, quote-unquote, if Russia invades Ukraine. That's a threat, everybody. Tensions between Russia and the West are the worst they've been since the Cold War. Currently, more than 100,000 Russian troops are stationed at various points along the border with Ukraine, which Ukraine, if you didn't know, was a Russian state at one time and for a while. President Vladimir Putin and his officials insist they are just carrying out military exercises, but fear of an invasion have been mounting since last year when American satellite imagery showed Russia sending more equipment and personnel to the border. Being a military guy, okay, being a military guy, Military exercises is a very tactful way of saying we're not going to tell you what we really want to do. Military uh, accidents are usually big mistakes. So are exercises. Let's just talk about Vladimir Putin for a second. We're just going to sidetrack for a second, okay? Vladimir Putin, here are some highlights of Vladimir Putin, okay? 
He came to power around 2000 in Russia post the USSR collapse, which was about a decade prior to that. Vladimir Putin is one of the richest people living, which no one seems to know because you can't actually find out how much he's worth. Estimates are between 70 and $200 billion by Forbes magazine, okay? Let's just put it in perspective. Former President Trump was worth $3 billion. Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, Warren Buffett, that's the type of wealth we're talking about. And when you have that type of wealth and you have that type of power, you have a lot of leverage. He served for the KGB, generally speaking, as the Russian mafia. He's also a black belt in judo, which means not only is he a badass as a leader of a country, but he can also kick your ass <laughs> and mine. <laughs> and he's 70, and I would take the beating. He's just an all-around badass, and the world recognizes that, especially with his country behind him. So the question is, what's the history between Russia and Ukraine? Well, Ukraine was part of the Russian Empire for centuries before it came a part of the USSR. When the Soviet Union dissolved with the end of the Cold War in 1991, USSR falling apart, Ukraine became independent. Although their shared history means the two are still very culturally linked, Ukraine has sought to distance itself from Russia in recent years and instead look to the West for support. So the next question would be, where are the troops stationed? Where are these Russian troops stationed? Currently, there's 100,000 Russian troops stationed at various points along the 1,200-mile border with Ukraine. That means there's troops along the entire border. Last week, U.S. intelligent officials claimed that Russia is planning to deploy as many as 175,000 more troops in preparation for a potential invasion that could happen early this year. Uh, side note, I was in Iraq when Russia invaded Georgia, another solvent state of Russia, kind of like Ukraine, like was part of Russia at one point, but then became independent potentially around the same time Ukraine did. And the Georgians staged in Iraq because they were our ally and they were scared shitless. Uh, so I'm familiar with this uh, firsthand of what Russia does and how hard they flex. So here's the next question. What does Russia want? What does Vladimir Putin want? After rising to power in 2000, Vladimir Putin has sought to maintain the Russian sphere of influence over its two neighbors in former Soviet states of Ukraine and Belarus. <laughs> Severe of influence, huh? That's a very fancy way of saying you do what we say or we will destroy you. Very common amongst that part of the world. Any attack on either state has seen by the president as a direct attack on Russian sovereignty. He is also fearful of Western involvement in either resulting in a new democracy being established on the doorstep of Russia, hmm, not communism, democracy, which has been increasingly autocratic during his rule. 
rule, communism. As such, Russia has issued a list of demands that would reduce Western influence in the region. It includes a guarantee that Ukraine would never become a member of NATO, that the two end their security alliance, and that the number of NATO troops in Eastern Europe are reduced. Hmm, sounds like a military ploy to me. What does Ukraine want, right? What does Ukraine want? Not much, actually. Ukraine insists that Moscow can't control whether it moves closer towards being a member of NATO or with other Western allies. All Ukraine wants is to do what Ukraine wants to do. And they want to become a part of NATO and have more Western allies. Russia is saying, no, we don't want that. How is that another country's decision? That's the big question. That's like us telling Mexico, no, you can't do what you want to do in your country because we're your neighbor. Mm, doesn't really make any sense to me. How could it affect relations in the West? A full-fledged conflict between Russia and Ukraine would have extreme consequences for international relations. It would deepen hostilities between Moscow, the U.S., the U.K., NATO, and other Western members. How will this affect America? Well, that's the big question, and that's what's most important to us because we're Americans, right? Well, let's look at it this way. And I might mess up the name of this Air Force base, but we utilize an airfield on the Polva Air Base. I might be saying it wrong. The Polva Air Base is five miles away from Russia, or eight kilometers. We, Americans, and the West, NATO, use that Air Force base to move our troops and supplies in and out of the closest strategic military base to Russia, the Eastern Front. So, does that sound familiar? Several months ago, I shot a show on the conflict that was going on in Afghanistan when China said to the Americans, get out of Kabul because Kabul Air Force Base was the most eastern Air Force Base next to China that Americans used. Russia is telling Americans to get out because we use Polva Air Force Base five miles from the border. This is typical military chess, moving pawns and taking ground moving pawns, and taking ground. This is how conflicts start. Positioning. Air Force bases are very important. <laughs> Our recommendation to the U.S. citizens currently in Ukraine is that they should consider departing now using commercial or privately available transportation options, the senior State Department official said Sunday evening on a call with reporters. Okay, so let's just take a look at this quickly, okay? The same situation, give or take, when it comes to American citizens in a potential conflict or current conflict is happening, which just happened in this new administration's rule, if you will, the Biden administration, and they're literally trying to do it the same way. And 
the entire world watched as we fumbled the Afghanistan withdrawal and American citizens were left behind. The State Department is telling American citizens to get out on their own. They're not taking them out on military flights or charter flights. I don't see this going very well. I see American lives being lost again. I really don't. And fundamentally speaking, when you don't have leadership at the top of a country, and it's not just Joe, it's his cabinet. However, he's responsible. He is not a leader. He is not a military man. And I see big problems happening, not only for the citizens of Ukraine, which is what's most important, but how about the thousands of Americans that are in Ukraine right now and have to get out on their own in a potential war zone that's about to happen. Being in living in a war zone for many years, it's not easy to move around. It's not easy to get flights, especially when you're not a citizen of the country. Unfortunately, this is happening. Unfortunately, Vladimir Putin will likely flex as he normally does. And when he says he's going to do something and he threatens, if you recall from the beginning of the show, the opening statement is... The U.S., the U.K. have been warned by Russia that they will, quote, pay a heavy price if Russia invades Ukraine. So, guys, that is my thought process and the facts that are on this conflict currently. I don't see it going well for Americans. I don't see it going well for Ukraine. I hope that I am wrong. I really, really do. I hope that I am wrong. I want to know what you think. I hope this show delivered you guys some value. I hope you learned something from it, guys. I love you. I appreciate you. If you got anything from this show, send it to a friend now, post it up, and drop a review on iTunes. I'll catch you next time. Can I kick it? Yes, you can. I'm born. Can I kick it? To my tribe that flows in layers. Right now, Fife is a point sayer. At times, I'm a studio conveyor.